I was just really miserable and in a really negative environment. So I was like, well, I can't control all this random crazy stuff that's happening. So I'm going to go vegan and start going to the gym and, you know, start doing all these things to really just take care of myself and my body. And I was going to like yoga classes, just doing a lot of stuff. And I think it was over the course of like six or eight months, I lost like 50 pounds and probably the best I got into the best shape that I had ever been in in like my entire life. I had lost weight a couple times before. It was nothing that really like stuck with me. So finally found something that actually worked for me. And um in a weird way it kind of did lead to like my spiritual path that I'm on. This is the Nowhere to Go But Up podcast. I'm your host, Sean Dustin. Today is September 24th. This is episode 15. If you are returning, welcome back. If this is your first time listening, welcome. This is a personal development variety podcast. I talk to people about bottoms and life struggles and how they got through them. In between those episodes, I throw in things that I'm interested in or have guests on that can help me with what I'm going through or don't understand about where I'm at and how I got there. I'm still trying to figure out where my sweet spot is in a publishing schedule and how to kind of blend that in with my current schedule for work in my personal life. I started out as a weekly show, then moved to a bi-weekly show, and I'm afraid at the end of the day, this thing's going to end up being a monthly show until I uh, iron out some of my commitments and current things that I'm engaged in in my uh, work life and in my personal life. So if you're still sticking with me through this period, man, I appreciate it. If you need something a little bit more consistent in your life to listen to, hey, I understand that as well. If you've been following my episodes and you know that in November I will be running to get elected into a junior business agent position in my union, planning this campaign has been really eating up a lot of my time and attention lately. It's a really important election for my union. It will decide if the local is ready to start bringing in the next generation of leaders, younger people with fresh ideas and innovative thinking. In 2019, there have been quite a few labor strikes in many different industries. Hopefully the rest of the country is watching as some of the big industries like the auto industry with 46,000 United Auto Worker members are on strike right now at General Motors plants around the country. This is one of the biggest strikes in that industry since the 1970s. In the healthcare industry, a union coalition representing 80,000 Kaiser Permanente members is set to walk out on October 14th. This would be the biggest strike in this country since the Teamsters in the 1997 against the United Parcel Service. The reason why I mention those two strikes are the U.S., well, I think the world in general is kind of waking up to being tired of corporations and big interests and all their profits that they're making, but they're not, you know, the cost of living and the wage increases don't keep up. So as we're watching the 1% 
continue, the wealth to continue growing, we see the middle class continuing to shrink and it become more difficult to live everyday life when inflation is rising, wages aren't, well, they're not keeping up with, with the cost of inflation. So, I mean, something's got to give and hopefully the country is paying attention, you know, where they start, you know, realizing that, hey, man, you guys need to band together and, and form a union and start fighting these these corporations that you're working for, for better wages, for, you know, conditions, better conditions, working conditions, you know, more fair division of wealth. I mean, the worker and the corporation, I mean, it's a symbiotic relationship, you know, without one, you don't have the other, without the other, you don't have, have that, you know, you need to have the worker in order to produce the products. If you don't have the worker, you're not producing the products. So, I mean, it's, it's hand in hand and it needs to be a little bit more equally distributed. Anyway, so today's guest is Whitney Levesque. Well, she hosts a podcast called Space Witch Podcast, where she talks about astrology, metaphysics, stuff like that. And she also shared a little bit of uh, some of the struggles that she's had in her life. So without further ado, let's get to the show. What's up? This is the Nowhere to Go But Up podcast. I'm your host, Sean Dustin. Today, we have Whitney from the Space Witch podcast here to explain to us a little bit about astrology and uh, some of her life. So say hi, Whitney. Hi. <laughs> Thanks for having me on the show. You're welcome. Do you have any like a, a comeback type story or a bottom or anything like that that, that you want to touch upon? or I... I have like a lot, but it's hard because so like originally when you messaged me, like I was nervous because like there's a bunch of stuff that like comes to mind because I like I'm only 23, <laughs> um, but I feel like I've been through like so much and it's hard to kind of speak about a lot of it because I don't like it's easy for me to talk about stuff and to blame other people or to kind of throw some people sort of under the bus or make them look bad, which is why I was like so nervous to do this. But I have like a lot of stuff. I think the main thing I could probably talk about without, you know, speaking negatively of anyone, it's probably like, so a couple of years ago, I actually dropped like 50 pounds and I've like always been a super overweight kid. And I know that's kind of unrelated to like what I do now, but in a weird way, it's kind of related. Like, you know, I grew up being like, the, you know, a chubby kid. And I, I dealt with that for like years. And um, it wasn't actually until I want to say it was like, let's see, it's 2019, 19, 18, 17, I think 2016 or 2017. Uh, my whole life kind of got like flipped upside down. I had just graduated high school. Um, I was in college at the time and my parents actually split up and that kind of like hit me like a ton of bricks and I kind of just had to turn my whole life around really fast. I had to move out when I wasn't really ready and it kind of brought me into not the best living situation to put it lightly. I'm really thankful for it looking back with the way everything worked out. Yeah, it just put me in a really tough spot and my way to cope with that was to basically just take really good care of myself, um, which that sounds like, you know, it should be the obvious thing that people do, I guess. But 
I was just really miserable and in a really negative environment. So I was like, well, I can't control all this random crazy stuff that's happening. So I'm going to go vegan and start going to the gym and, you know, start doing all these things to really just take care of myself and my body. And I was going to like yoga classes, just doing a lot of stuff. And I think it was over the course of like six or eight months, I lost like 50 pounds and probably the best I got into the best shape that I had ever been in in like my entire life. I had lost weight a couple times before. It was nothing that really like stuck with me. So finally found something that actually worked for me. And um in a weird way it kind of did lead to like my spiritual path that I'm on. But as far as astrology goes too, like I, I've been into astrology since I was like 15 or 16 years old. I got like kind of more into it like after like my parents divorce and having to move out and all that stuff. Yeah, divorces are are tough, man. Especially when you're you're younger. Mine was really young, so I didn't. I, I just really didn't understand it at all, and so it sort of. I guess I, I internalized it and and blamed myself or something. I don't know, but I took it pretty pretty difficult. But I mean, I, it it probably would have been better if I was a little bit older. But as far as like the weight loss thing, I I can totally relate to that because I've always kind of, you know, after I got off, off drugs and, you know, started living life normally, you know, the weight just kind of, you know, cause you use food or you're just not, you know, it's, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's so easy to just, you know, when you get so, when you get busy doing stuff, it's just, it's really easy to just go hit Taco Bell or go hit this place because, you know, when you get, by the time you get home, it's like, God, man, I don't want to fuck, I don't want to do all that. And it just becomes an excuse, you know, and you, you and you just eat. Yeah. And I like to eat, man, and I like sugar. Sugar is great. It's the it's the devil, but it's it's so good. Oh yeah. I'm right there with you on that for sure. Yeah, I was just gonna say it it's really it's so easy to use food as like a coping mechanism, which that was something like I personally learned like really early on in life because, and I don't want to sound like I'm, I'm blaming anyone for me gaining weight at like a really young age or anything because I'm, that's not what I'm trying to do. But I just feel as though I kind of learned to sort of like eat my feelings when I was really young because I just remember like always like being a kid, like a really little kid. And like, you know, whenever I'd cry or get upset, like people would like give me cookies or M&Ms and like cook, like, you know, just all this junk food. And you know, I, I, I grew up in like a really kind of, I mean, it wasn't always bad, but it was a tumultuous kind of living situation. And all my siblings, like I'm the youngest of four kids and all my siblings are at least like 10 plus years older than me. And so even though like I am not an only child, I kind of grew up like an only child. And so like, you know, I had friends and like people I hung out with and like, of course, like, you know, my family was around some of the time, but I feel like I just spent a lot of time alone growing up and it was really hard. Like I get in my head a lot. And so it was really hard to sort of deal with like a lot of like the feelings and things I was going through, especially throughout like middle school and high school and all that. And so like food was just something I had used to cope and I had learned to do that from a really early age. So it's kind of like where it all started, I guess. Well, I guess the good thing is, is that you're figuring it out at 23 versus me that started figuring it out at 30, what was it, 30, 30, 
five or 33 or something like that. <laughs> and after, you know, prison and, and all kinds of crazy stuff. Yeah. I finally ended up getting it. I think that most people like, especially our parents that are mine, at least you're well, yours are probably the same. You're 23. I mean, yeah, age is nothing but a number, man. It, it, it really, <laughs> it really is. You know, it's a, it's about experiences and, and I mean, I do, I do kind of like like life coaching and stuff like that when from people that that haven't really experienced anything. I don't understand that. But I mean I I get it yeah. and, and I, I dude I applaud your ambition, but please go out, get some experience, come back in ten years and then <laughs> and then and then let's talk about it. You know, because you really you have to, if you want to be a life coach, you have to have experienced life. Not just, you know, been out of the house for, you know, three, four, five years and, you know, barely, you know, don't even have a career yet or, you know, it just doesn't make sense to me. But I mean, I, it's great for trying, you know, but you, 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 you got to go get some experience and then come back to it. Got to build your resume a little bit. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, it's, it's crazy, but on, 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 on with losing weight, I, I, I did keto. And it was, I guess, I think, I think being in the moment, cause we all have moments where we shine, right? We all have moments when we pick up yeah. something and we just like go all in on it and, and we super focus right. on it and, you know, we achieve our goals and we get to the point where we want to, but with weight loss and food, it's hard. All right. It's hard to, you can get there, but staying there and, yeah. and, and keeping it that way and sustaining it is the most difficult part and i think that it really is yeah i think that our our parents you know they just they followed whatever it was that they were being told you know by the media by the news you know that food pyramid yeah. that 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 got flipped upside down now and and it's completely opposite of the way that it was you know when <laughs> i was growing up yeah and when i started when i started uh realizing that and cuz i got into keto and that seemed, yeah. that seemed to work better for me. I mean, I've done other diets and, and that one was, was the one that worked the best for me, but it was yeah. after like researching stuff and realizing like, God, you know what, the way that we're eating is just horrible. The standard American diet. I mean, that's what's killing people. And I, and I think it was a time when I had, there was a rash of people in my life that started coming up with cancer. And they were all around the same age, you know, about five, 10 years older than me. And I was like, damn, yeah. man, what's, what's going on? I mean, and then I really started, you know, looking in other areas and it's like, God, man, it's gotta be the food. And I'm like, I'm into conspiracy stuff. You know what I mean? <laughs> Wait and, a second. Yeah. And, yeah. I, and I'm into no, conspiracy like, stuff. And whenever I, I, I started thinking about it. I'm like, well, you know, maybe this is a conspiracy. They're trying to, yeah, that's what they're doing. They're, they're trying to, con they're, they're trying to kill us slowly with the food and we'll never know. <laughs> it takes 30 years. Yeah. You, you know what I mean? And no one's going to ever right. know. That's the perfect way to kill someone. <laughs> oh man. I don't know. Do you watch that show? Uh, Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Oh, I've watched like it before when it first came out, but I, you know, honestly, I've, I've unplugged from most uh, mainstream media. So the things that I watch now are like YouTube documentaries, uh, some Netflix and YouTube TV. <laughs> and in the YouTube TV is only just because, because I, I have a daughter that, that I, you know, co-parent. And yeah. so I have to have like cartoon stuff for her when she comes Something. over. Yeah. yeah. 
So, yeah. No, the way you're talking about those conspiracies, I'm like, there's a people use it in memes and stuff all the time, but there's like an image out there and it's Charlie Day from Always Sunny and he's got like all these things like tacked up on the wall and like it, it it's just really funny. Um, <laughs> but every time people start talking about like conspiracy theories or something, I just think of that meme. But yeah, well, unfortunately, a lot of the stuff that that goes on out there, I mean, it there's a reason why you know people are they are saying that you know there's truth to a lot of these conspiracies and when they throw theory out there that just puts the crazy capital on it you know what i mean oh you're one of those conspiracies you're one of those crazies that think that everything is you know this or that and it's just really easy for a (laughs) lot of people who aren't um you know that have their lives the way that they want them they you know they're going to their job they're they're on the hamster wheel they're they're you know they're they've got their things and they know what they're where they're going on vacation this year and they're just li- they're just basically on a on a loop you know what i mean this is what i do this is yeah. what i do this is what i do and for them to think anything else outside of that just kind of would ruin whatever it is that they're they've already got going so they don't want to like throw any any uh i don't know like like monkey wrenches in their own program because you know they've got this this trajectory and it's on autopilot yeah and unfortunately like people are just you know they just really are uh you know creatures of habit like you know we get into these routines and these cycles oh shoot can you hear me still yeah yeah i got you Okay, sorry, my my mic like cut out for a second there. Yeah, and like I I mean I'm like a really like weird person. Like I have a lot of different interests and that's not like that's not me trying to be like look at me I'm a snowflake or anything like that, but you know, my favorite thing is like talking about like astrology and metaphysics and even like health and like different diets and you know, all that stuff and you know, even just like like I'm vegan, like that's something that works for me. And, you know, talking to people about some of this stuff, it's like, it's so interesting because a lot of the stuff, like people just can't wrap their minds around it or like, you know, they just don't understand like how these different ideas and concepts could like possibly work. And I mean, a part of me, like I love like educating people. That's why I have my own podcast because I just love to teach and talk about things that I know about. But it's really interesting, like when I just I try to talk to someone and it's like I can tell it's just like not getting through because, you know, people just kind of like to live in their own little bubble. Yeah, they they aren't active listening. They're actively thinking about what they want to say after you finish talking to rebut what you what you're putting out there. Yeah. And unfortunately, too, like, I mean, I God, I don't even know if I should say this, but I really don't love the way like our current education assist, <clears throat> excuse me, education system is set up like in the US right now because like I find that, you know, the way they teach things, it's just memorization. It's information in and information out. And, you know, a lot of people don't really know how to like actually think about things. Um, this is actually something that I really started kind of getting into after, you know, my parents divorced and I moved and all that stuff. I did a lot of like soul searching during that time and I it was during that time that I was personally um, introduced to a lot of new and different concepts. Like a, a lot of my beliefs changed and my perspective changed and the way I kind of see everything changed. And yeah, a lot of people just don't actually know how to think or think logically, like actually logically. You know, I like I work right now, like my 
regular job is like in customer service and all that. And, you know, it's interesting. Like I'm a, I'm a manager too. So, you know, I have to train people and teach them how to do things all the time. And it's just, it's crazy to see that like, you know, people just can't always sort of like put the pieces together, you know, like people just don't know how to actually think if that makes sense. Yeah. Like critical thinking skills. Like how to think, yeah, your, think exactly. yourself out of trouble or think yourself out of a situation, or, you know, by, by common sense and, and deduction, which common sense really isn't so common anymore. <laughs> no. Um, or even just using, you know, basic logic and reasoning um, is another thing I run into a lot. Yeah. I mean, unfortunately, too, the baby boomer generation, apparent, I just found this out last night, actually. I didn't know this. But um, apparently the baby boomer generation is like the largest generation of like the current ones that we have now, which makes sense. I was actually, I was doing some astrology research on like the different, like there's slower moving planets in astrology and they're known as like the generational planets. And so I was doing some research last night for like one of my podcast episodes and uh, I found that out and thought it was pretty interesting. Yeah. The baby boomers are basically... Those are the ones that just kind of like, you know, if 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 the Brokaw or whoever that guy was, Ted Koppel or, or Tom Brokaw or one of those, you know, world news guys, you know, if it came out of the, his mouth at six o'clock when they were sitting down to watch, you know, to eat dinner and watch the news, that's it. That's gospel. That's the way it is. And that's how they looked at everything. You know, if it came from the government, yeah. then it must be true. You know, hindsight now, you, you see what our government's capable of doing to its own population. So, I mean, I don't trust anything that they have to say. Even with all this silly stuff going on with, uh, you know, the, the Democratic uh, thing, the debates and stuff that were happening last night. And I'm not going to get into politics. You know, that's just kind of. But, I mean, it's yeah. one of those things where, I mean, it's just like everybody is is still, you know, just parrots parroting, you know, what they think everybody wants to hear. And nobody's really talking about the main issues like, hey, you know, what are we going to do about these term limits for congressmen and senators, which is which is the major problem, you know, getting getting all these people out of here that know how to manipulate the system and and, you know, cater it towards, you know, lobbyists and, and, and fattening their own pockets. If you're a politician, there is no reason why you should be getting rich. You're not there to get rich. Yeah. You're there to serve the people. You know, you go there, you do your time, and then you're supposed to go back home. It's the way it should be. That's all right. I'm going to say about that. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> yeah. So let, let, no let's let's talk about your uh, your astrology stuff because I I really I like astrology and I like I'm not really into it, but I mean sometimes when I see when I see Sagittarius pop up, I'll like chime in and go, Ooh, "What are they? What are you saying about me now?" And a lot of the stuff is kind of true about you know my sign and, and just the sign in general. Like, I don't know anything about the other stuff that goes into it. Like your moons in here, or you're on the cusp of this or that. I tried <laughs> to read into it before. I just, I, I just wasn't ready to receive it at the time, I guess, or, you know, Yeah. but I, I definitely want to know about it. So go give me your spiel. What's your podcast about? What do you uh, enjoy doing and and who are you? So there's a lot I can say about astrology. Um, so basically, I got into astrology originally when I was like 15 or 16 years old. I was I had a huge crush on this kid all throughout high school. I was like low-key, like obsessed with him. He was a Scorpio. He was someone I ended up being really good friends with in high school. And it all kind of started there like... 
I was just kind of like your typical like boy crazy like teenage girl. So it kind of turned into it went from like having a crush on one guy to like, you know, anytime I had a crush on someone, I would be looking up like stuff about their sign and, you know, figuring out what their birthday is and like just Googling like Virgo and Scorpio compatibility or like all that stuff. And it was a while um, before I was on, I hate to say it, but I was on Tumblr and I came across someone's blog where they talked about astrology on there. And I I found out that you have all these planets in your chart and that you have more going on besides just your sun sign. And now your sun sign is just like the day you were born. So like for you, like you were saying, like you're Sagittarius, that's just the day you were born. That's like, that's just scratching the surface, really. Which is why, too, like a lot of people will read their horoscope or read stuff about their sign and they'll be like, well, this doesn't re- resonate with me. Or they'll say stuff like, you know, oh, well, this is just really general or this is really vague, blah, blah, blah. Um, and so, like, the whole thing is just a lot of people aren't aware. Like, you have a moon sign, you have a rising sign, you have a Venus sign, a Mars sign, Mercury sign, you have an ascendant, you have a mid heaven. Like, there's so much going on, you know on top of all that. And so for me, it all started off with, I went on, I looked up my natal chart and I found out I was an Aquarius rising. And so I was like, okay, cool. What does that mean? So I had read all the stuff about Virgos before because Virgo is my sun sign. You know, I like at first it was kind of like an ego boost. Like I would read it and be like, oh yeah, I'm a Virgo. I'm so neat and organized and I'm a perfectionist. And like, You know, but at the same time, I was kind of like in denial because I didn't really feel as though like all those traits really resonated with me. Like, yeah, I'm a Virgo, but I'm actually really messy. I'm not organized at all. Although I am kind of, I do have like a lot of Virgo traits. Like right now, like I'm talking a lot. Like I'm a very talkative person. That's a general Virgo trait. I am a perfectionist. I can be really like fussy or picky at times. But anyways... Going back to what I was saying, um, I found out I was an Aquarius rising. And so I looked up Aquarius rising and I came across this YouTube video, um, which was done by this girl named uh, Alyssa Sharp. Alyssa Sharp. Wow, sorry. And so I listened to her video about Aquarius rising. And that's kind of like what really sold me on it because I was like, oh my God, like that is my personality to a T. So like Aquarius rising traits are like, you're very humanitarian. You're very kind of different and offbeat like people think you're weird like being weird is like considered like an Aquarius trait or being unconventional in some way and so like all these traits just really kind of fell in line for me especially like there another common Aquarius rising trait is like being really like rebellious I'm naturally like a really spiteful kind of a person like I'm kind of like that person where like if someone tells me not to do something, like I almost have to like go do it. Um, <laughs> I've definitely gotten better with it as I've gotten older because like I've, I've realized it's detrimental and not always um, probably the right thing to do. Like I've matured in that sense. It's definitely like just something I'm always a little bit like inclined to do. And I question everything and I don't know. I don't always take like... People can tell me something, but I always have to kind of go do it myself to like actually have an opinion about it because I just find like people's opinions to be like kind of unreliable. (laughs) So yeah, that's kind of where it all started. Yeah. Uh, I, is there anything else I need to mention? I kind of forgot about 
what the rest of your question was. Um, uh, so, yeah, it was just it was basically, you know, just give me the intro to uh, astrology. And then you also got into some metaphysical stuff. I mean, are you um, a believer in uh, the law of attraction and how, you know, we were talking about this before I, I cut you off and said, oh, we're not recording. And uh, but, <laughs> but basically about law of attraction and how, you know, you, I think it's quantum physics uh, plays a part in that, too, how. You know, something can have energy and be way far away and still there. Oh, there's, I'm going to screw this up. I always do. I, I never get something I'm trying to explain that I know kind of a little <laughs> bit about to people. I end up screwing it all up. But you, you understand what I mean, right? No yeah. Yeah. No, I got you. Um, yeah. So I yeah, I I totally believe in law of attraction. Um, it's actually something I just started getting into in like the within the last year or so, I actually, I talk a little bit about it on my podcast. I, I just put out an episode a couple weeks ago called like how to create your dream life, where I talk about the steps to basically attract whatever you want into your life. And yeah, it totally works. It's not always easy, I think, because the whole point of it is like, you know, you have to raise your vibrations, which means like you have to have like a positive outlook and, you know, not get into like really kind of like cranky, I hate everything kind of a mood. Yeah, no, it takes work, but it definitely works. Yeah. I think, I think like when I, when I think of laws of attraction, so, I mean, I, I'm, I'm a firm believer in this and I think it's like with anything. So when you are really into something, you know, let's say for you, it was astrology. For me, it was, you know, uh, podcasting all right so it was something that i yeah. lis- I listened to a lot before i decided to do one you know for at least about a year and a half got a lot out of it um experienced it and in a way that that kind of affected me and made me want to go to action and a, a lot of i think a lot a laws of attraction are are is when you start putting so much energy into something and you're constantly thinking about it and it's like it's always on your mind and you're always thinking about how can i do this how can i do that how can i do this how can i do this you're constantly talking about it you're talking about yeah. it you're talking about it you're talking about it everybody you talk to it's like boom 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 and before you right. know it it's like you're stirring up a pot you know what i mean and then all that pot yeah. goes out and if you know that about this about yourself, how you, because I've done this quite a bit, mm-hmm. you're, you're hyper aware of the opportunities that are coming back at you. So if you're not in that mode, yeah. you know what I mean? You're a lot of these opportunities you're missing because you're, you're in not, alignment. yeah, you're not, you're just, you're not, you're not in, in alignment with, with what it is that you're trying to do. So an opportunity may, may be thrown at you. And it just misses you because you're not your your receiver isn't isn't you know cast far enough out there to where you can see all of this stuff coming in. But when you are in a line with it, opportunities are popping up all over the place, and it's just a matter of you reaching out and grabbing which one you want. And and that and that yeah. and that whole you know process in itself opens the door for for certain things like i've had some opportunities that that have popped up that that may you know be pretty good for me but it was because i'm hyper you know hyper focused on this whole podcast thing you know i mean to the point where i've i've 
you know, done five interview or done five guest spot or three guest spots and, and two interviews in, in one day, you know, because I'm just like, Oh, this is so fun, man. Because it is, it gives me a chance to talk to, to all kinds of different people. I mean, yeah. How would I, how, yeah. how else would I be talking to a 23 year old in, you know, like regular, my regular everyday life, I have nothing in common with a 23 year old, you know what I mean? So the, the chances that I would, actually spark up a conversation with a 23 year old like if i'm at a store or somewhere else out there you know it would, it would end up being like Gee, you get away from me creep why are you talking to me are you trying to hit on me or something are you a dirty old man you know what i mean i'm 45 oh my god you know it's so i mean really yeah. those opportunities aren't i mean to be fair though i have had guys come up to me in the grocery store that were like probably around my age if not a little bit older and not gonna lie, it gets a little creepy, regardless. But uh, but yeah, yeah. But you, you know what um, I'm saying? There's, a, you know, but with podcasting, <laughs> no, I, I get, I get what you're saying. You know, I can, <laughs> I can talk to you, and we're talking about, you know, like cool shit that interests both of us. And you know what I mean? If you, if there was no, if yeah. there was no numbers, you know, put to to our names, you know, as far as ages go, I mean, who who would know other than the fact that you sound. You know, your voice is, is, sounds a little bit younger, but you know, other than that, you know, shit, I, I think it's pretty cool, man. <laughs> Podcasting puts you around, yeah. puts you with people that you would never, um, you know, probably in your normal life talk to. Yeah, no, I've met so many really cool people through podcasting and I, I didn't really expect it. Like, I mean, so like my podcast is mostly like a, a solo cast, like you know, so like when I started doing interviews and stuff, it was really, it was really cool and really interesting. And yeah, I've made like so many friends and it's, I think what I really enjoy, cause like as someone who like makes podcasts, I'm also a huge like podcast listener, which I'm sure you can kind of like relate to. So like, I love that. Like I get to meet all these people, but in addition to that, I also get like new podcasts to listen to. And so like, I really enjoy doing that because like all these people have like really good podcasts. Like I've listened to, you know, your podcast because I, I always listen to people's podcasts like before I do anything with them and, uh, you know, for like interviews and stuff. And, you know, like I really enjoy listening to your podcast. Like I'm excited for you that you're actually like doing this and you're getting all these people on the show. I have like another friend who I who was on my show not too long ago. Um, her name was Sarah Schuster. She has a podcast called Pending Seeds, which is all about her like homesteading and stuff and, you know, working on her farm. And she's so, so cool. And like, I was so happy to have her on my podcast. But like, I also like love listening to her podcast. So it's really cool, like making all these connections for sure. Yeah. And the podcast community in itself, I mean, you're on those message boards or the, those Facebook groups and it's like, dude, every, yes, everybody I love is helping everyone. I've never been a part of anything like that in a Facebook group. Usually it's like chaos and, and, and like, I don't know, definitely not, not like that, you know? And so it's just awesome. And the crazy right. thing is, is like, even today, like I'm at work and somebody hit me up on uh, on Messenger and they're like, hey, man, um, this is great, dude. I really enjoy your podcast. Thank you for doing this. And, you know, you're inspiring me to want it to, to, you know, do what I want to do. And then I, you know, he just would I'd say, hey, man, you know, whatever you want, you need help. You, you know, anything, anything I can do to help further you and where you're trying to go, man, just let me know, because I think it's great because you ha you can't a lot of people 
get stuck in the process, I, I think, of podcasting because it sounds like a great idea. Everybody wants to do it. Yeah. But when they start thinking about how the, the steps that they need to take to do it, it just then it becomes so overwhelming. And, and I understand that quite a bit because I get caught up in the process <laughs> sometimes and I just start thinking about the end of it. And I'm like, going, oh, my God, it's so far to get there. Yeah, no, it's yeah, it's really daunting for me, though. So before I was podcasting, I was running a vegan food blog. Um, and so because I in addition to astrology, like I love to cook. And I really enjoyed vegan cooking because I really, I mean, I just love food. And so, you know, I love vegan food and um, I really enjoyed cooking vegan food because I really like the challenge of like, okay, how do I take this dish and make it delicious, but also not put any like animal products in it. So I was doing that for a while. And then I, can't, I the website's still up. Um, it's called animallife.com and I have all my recipes on there, but I haven't updated it in like almost a year because I just found that like I was putting too much time and money and energy into it and I wasn't getting anything back. And you know, I might resurrect it at some point. I don't know. It was just weird. I was literally at work one day and I was talking to someone about astrology and I realized like I talk about astrology all the time. I should just make a podcast where I can talk about it. And then anyone who wants to listen to me rant about this stuff can just go and listen to it. And so like for me personally, like it was really daunting and kind of like intimidating to do a podcast, but at some point I kind of just, you know, I was actually listening to another podcast um, where someone was saying, you know, done is better than perfect. And so that's kind of when I decided to just like, you know, push all my perfectionist tendencies aside and I just, you know, got a mic, got my, you know, little iPhone ear pods or whatever and, you know, downloaded Audacity. And I was like, I'm just going to record something and see what happens. And I'm like, I'll just learn as I go. And, you know, I'll just do this. And I found that podcasting was so, for me anyways, was so much easier to just do than like, you know, food blogging where it's like, you know, you have to test all the recipes and get all the ingredients and then take pictures and post them. And it's just like a whole thing. But um, no, podcasting is... I think people just, you know, like everyone's like naturally like a little bit insecure and so I think when we think about putting ourselves out there in some way, we get, you know, we're like our own worst critics. Like, you know, we're like, am I going to have anything good to say? What if people don't like my voice? Uh, you know, maybe people will think it's stupid or, you know, whatever. And so I don't know, for me personally, like, I just, I'm really creative. Like, I just, I have to, I have to be doing something and, you know, I need to find stuff to do that's like actually fulfilling. Um, like I've been at the same job for like, five years. And like, you know, there's parts about my job that I love. Like I love working with the people I work with and I love teaching people and, you know, helping them kind of get the footing of the job. But it's definitely not something I want to do for the rest of my life. And so like, you know, whether it's blogging or podcasting, like I, I just have to be doing something. And I think through trial and error, like I personally have just kind of learned like, you know, you just got to do it. And if, you know, people are going to say stuff regardless, but, um, you know, you never know. Sometimes it's the opposite, you know. Like I've gotten so much positive feedback from my podcast and I'm really thankful for it. Yeah, well well thank you for the uh for the compliment and and thank you for downloading and listening to mine. I yeah, yeah I I I, of I agree. I agree, man. It's it's something that you just, you know, you got to just do it. Because everybody's podcast is different, you know, even even though there's a bunch that are like mine that talk about different, you know, uh, uh, comeback stories or, 
you know, inspirational stuff or, you know, there, there's quite a few of them out there, but everybody kind of has their own, their, their own spin on it. And there is still plenty of room, uh, to grow. I mean, you know, we're, yeah. we have, you know, I don't know how many people are in the world, but they all except you know, a few countries have access to the internet and, and can listen to this stuff. And it's crazy that other people yeah. in other countries really probably like listening to stuff from over here. And vice versa. I mean, you know, there's stuff in the UK that I've listened to that that's interesting. You know, the world is getting really small, you know, in, in terms of, yeah. of our reach to it. Yeah, for sure. Um, it's funny. Like, I think one of the best pieces of advice that I've gotten is, um, you know, like there could be a million food bloggers or, uh, you know, podcasters out there or whatever. And, you know, the thing that ultimately is always going to set you apart is you. Like, there's no one out there that's exactly like you. Like, yeah, you and someone else might talk about the same thing, but someone might like your personality better than someone else's personality or like, you know, like, like no one can replicate that. And as far as the internet goes, yeah, like everything is, you know, we're, we're so connected now. It's, uh, it's crazy. Um, it's weird. I don't know if you ever like, sit down and like look at like all the analytics and stuff for your podcast. But um, I did that the other day and I was really surprised to see that, you know, I have a lot of listeners in California and a lot of listeners in Germany and like I have a couple in Malaysia and Poland and like all these like random countries. And it's mind blowing to think that like someone all the way in uh, Germany is listening to, you know, me talking about astrology or whatever. Yeah. I look at, I look at the analytics quite a quite a bit. And and it also, it gives me, because a lot of people don't, I don't know if you experienced this with yours, but, um, a lot of people don't do the, uh, do the reviews and rate, you know, just, just because I guess a lot of people don't listen to it on iTunes. And so it doesn't, you know, and it, I don't know, man, that, that whole deal, I kind of stopped paying attention to it, but I do look at right. like how many downloads per episode I'm getting to kind of get a gauge of, okay, well this episode doesn't have as many and it's been out for X amount of time. So let's not really, let's go away from that type of stuff and let's focus more on the stuff with it's pulling a lot more downloads. So uh, you kind of get a gauge that way. And then you get a gauge also like in, in the areas that you're hitting, you know, the, the concentration. So it's fun, man. The whole thing is just fun to me. <laughs> yeah, it is. I kind of think iTunes is going to be kind of like dying out soon because like I know for me, like I listen to all my podcasts on Spotify. I'm like, I'm obsessed with Spotify actually. Um, and like I've noticed like a lot of my listeners are on Spotify. It's like a 50-50 between Spotify and Apple, but I don't know. I kind of feel like iTunes might kind of be dying out soon maybe. Yeah, there's uh, there's definitely with the popularity of it. I mean, it's going to start replacing a lot of different stuff. Like you're going to start seeing more more podcasts popping up in the mainstream things, and you already are. You're seeing them news stations now yeah. have podcasts. You've got oh my god, every celebrity now like has a podcast. It's crazy. I can't listen to any of it either because I don't know about you, but like whenever I see someone who's like already famous and like has a following. I can't even listen to their podcast because like, I feel like it's just going to make me super insecure about my podcast, um, which is kind of silly, I guess, but well, I just, I, am. I just, I, they're, they're, they're just capitalizing on, on what they already have. And I mean, you can't, you can't knock them for it. 
But I, I honestly, no. I honestly think that, uh, like, I listen to Joe Rogan, um, which you, you probably do. You like, do you like Joe Rogan? Because he's definitely not a vegan. And- I've heard of him. I haven't listened to him, which this is going to sound so stupid, but I've, I think I've purposely kind of avoided listening to his podcast because, um, it's like. And I know it's one of the more popular ones that like everyone talks about, and I'm sure it's like good to listen to, but I'm just, I don't know. I just, I haven't really given it a chance yet. Now he's also my age too. So, I mean, it's a little, I think it's a generational thing, but yeah, it's, it's, you know, there, I really like podcasts that like new ones, you know what I mean? Like, like following somebody from the beginning and listening to, how they are in their first episode versus, you know, 25, 30 episodes down, how different they are. And they're picking it up. They're getting in their groove. They're more comfortable on the mic there. You can just, you can just see the evolution of their show. And I think that's awesome, man, because you're, you're growing with them. Yeah, no, it's so cool. I love, I, yeah, no, I totally get you on that. And and, um, be, and being just, you know, 100% honest and authentic about your life and your situations. All right. Well, we're at 44 minutes and uh, let's uh, go ahead and, and, and uh, get this to a, to an end. Is there anything you'd like to uh, plug in your social media? Where can people find you? And, oh, you know what? Actually, there's one more question that I want to ask. What is <laughs> your favorite book? All right. If you've read any books um, or you, you know, if you have any books that have helped you kind of like um, get to where you are or helped you along your path. And then also what are two of your favorite podcasts that you consume right now? Oh, okay. That's like, it's a tough question. Well, actually, no, the book one isn't. So a really good book that I actually am almost done with. Um, I was actually listening to it on Audible which is, I don't know if you, you've heard of it. it. It's just like a an app by Amazon where you can listen to books and stuff. A really good book that I am almost done with right now is called um, The Body Keeps the Score, which is a whole book about healing from trauma and how trauma affects your physical body. Um, I found recently that that book's been really, really helpful to me. Two podcasts that I really like. There's one that I'm really into right now called Enlightened Empaths, which is a spiritual and like metaphysical podcast, which is all about being an empath, which anyone who doesn't know an empath is basically someone who um, is very able to like, I mean, it, it is kind of like what it sounds like. It's someone who's very easily able to empathize with someone or like take on their feelings. So someone who might be very like emotionally like sensitive that would be like an empath. Another podcast that I really like. Let me look here. <laughs> I have a lot. Okay. Yeah, my my apps are like that too. I got a an iPhone, and so I have them all in a folder. And there's got to be at least seven or eight different uh, podcast apps. But in those apps, there's one that I actually use mostly, and I have probably 25 or 30 podcasts because it, it, like if I interview somebody most of the time, I'll go and listen to maybe their first episode and then maybe their last one so I can sort of get an idea of, right. of, of how they you know have progressed. Unfortunately, 
I didn't change. listen to yours. I'm sorry. I I will download it. <laughs> I will download it uh, this evening. No worries. Okay, so my second favorite podcast, which like I had to like look, so I'm like I listen to so many, um, but probably my second favorite one right now is Don't Keep Your Day Job. That's a really good one for anyone who's creative and trying to start their own business or anything like that, and it's super like motivational and inspiring. I have a really good one for you if you want something inspiring and then it talks about yeah that type of stuff and how to actually go about doing things um, like business wise or 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 otherwise and it's a guy named Naval N A V A L yeah I can't remember what his last name is okay. but his podcast you just put in Naval and it'll come up yeah that's what the that's what the name of the podcast is is his first name and he did a tweet storm. About I can't remember how long ago, but it was just a a, a massive. Is it? Sorry, is it the Nevelond podcast or no? Oh, maybe I'm reading that wrong. Okay, never mind. Continue. Sorry, finish what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a. Uh, it's Neval, and he basically goes through and takes each one of those tweets, and these are tweets that people like. Most of the time, you would you would have to pay for this information. That's how good this information is that he put out there. And people just didn't understand. We're like huh. tripping. That's why it went it went viral like it did on this tweet storm because like the information he was giving out was like stuff that people would package up in a and try to monetize. And so he was just throwing this stuff out there for free. And then he got the podcast, and in each episode of his podcast was explaining each tweet, really That's a, cool. an extensive level. And it kind of falls in with what you're talking about, and like. I've listened to it two times and it's like, I, damn, I need to listen to it three more times. The whole thing. That's how good the information is in it. Huh. I'll have to check it out or like send me a link on Facebook or something. Um, Cause I'm not seeing it on my thing when I search it, but yeah, no, that sounds really cool. Yeah, I will. I'll, uh, I'll send you something on messenger uh, for it. So go ahead and plug all your stuff and where people can find you. Yeah, so you can find my podcast, The Space Witch Podcast, over on Spotify, iTunes, and Podbean. Those are you know the main places you can get it right now. And then you can follow me on Instagram over at Space Witch Podcast with no the in the beginning. It's just at Space Witch Podcast. And um, you can also find my podcast over on Facebook as well. I have a little Facebook page, which is just The Space Witch Podcast. And yeah. Cool. Well, I thank you for being a guest on this show and sharing with us a little bit about uh, uh, astrology and and the like and some of your history uh, with the with the weight loss and stuff like that. If somebody were to want to reach out to you and have you do like a chart or a reading, do you do you do that? Uh, do you? Is that something that you do or you just, you just talk about it? Yeah, totally. No, I, um, I do offer chart readings right now. Like I, obviously like I want to have a website set up eventually. So it's a little bit easier, but right now the way I'm doing it is if you want a chart reading from me, you can shoot me an email, which is just space with podcast at gmail.com um, with no the in the beginning, just space with podcast at gmail.com. And so, yeah, just shoot me an email, just put in the subject line, like natal chart reading and just tell me like, Hey, I'm looking to get a, a natal chart reading done. And then, um, I'm going to ask you a few questions and I'll probably ask like, 
uh, for your full birthday, the time, the exact time you were born and the location you were born. And all of that is totally private and confidential. I don't share it with anyone. And that's all I need. And then I can calculate your birth chart. And then I down and I'll like, I'll type out basically my interpretation of all, of all your placements. It's really in depth and it's probably about like a page or two long, I want to say. Because like I said, there's a lot that goes on in a, in a natal chart. Yeah, that's basically how it works. And yeah. Well, cool, man. So now you guys know if you want to have your charts read, uh, done, natal chart done, then this is your girl right here, uh, the Space Witch Podcast Girl. So your, your name is Whitney, though, right? Yes. Okay. <laughs> yes, that's correct. All right. So, so hey. thank you for yeah, you're welcome. Thanks again. Hold out, uh, hang out for just a second. Um, after I, I hit, uh, uh, well, actually I'm not going to hit stop, but so yeah, thank you. Whitney. Yeah, no worries. Thank you for listening to the show and thank you, Whitney, for being a guest. If you want to follow Whitney or find out any of her information, you can go to the show notes and they'll be there. And until this election is over in November and I find out, you know, if my life's going to switch gears and change directions here. Uh, this is probably going to turn into a monthly show. I still have 13 interviews to get through and edit. If I can do it faster, I'm going to, but until I kind of know what's happening, that's just the way I'm going to roll right now. If you want to follow me, go to Instagram at nowhere to go, but up now, if you would like to email me, uh, anything you want to talk to me about, maybe you want to be a guest on the show, anything that you want to direct at me through email, you can go to nowhere to go, but up now at gmail.com and any of my social media, anywhere that I'm at, go to Instagram, go to my bio, hit the link tree on the bottom. And that'll take you to all the places that I'm at. You can even book a, 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 an interview if you want to be on the show. You can go down there and hit the link tree and hit the book an interview tab. And last, I just want to say thank you. If you've been following me, if you've been listening to my shows, if you've been downloading all of them and supporting me uh, through listenership, I appreciate it. Thank you. And thank you for being patient with me as I struggle through the publishing part of this and trying to, you know, put all the pieces together and, and, and turn this into something that, uh, that you enjoy and, and I enjoy doing. So I thank you. And until next time, keep it 100, stay true to yourself. Everything else is just noise.